Hey, I'm Tyler. I'm JT. I'm Pete. I'm Craig. And we're breaking down another horror movie on Scared Smithless. Enough time for one more story. This week we are covering the 2007 Halloween classic Trick or Treat. Yeah. Happy October, everybody. Yeah. Or, or with an R. Just an R. Yeah, Trick R Treat. Yeah. Arg. I think there's an apostrophe in there somewhere. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I don't know. All the candy you could ever want. So in honor of Halloween coming up, we are keeping the Halloween theme. What's with that? This definitely a Halloween movie, I guess. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. We called it Sa- Samhain. Is that the is that the uh Um I've Celtic? heard it pronounced Samhain and it's definitely pronounced more like Samhain. Sam- or yeah. spelled like it would be pronounced yeah. Samhain. Yeah. Sam-hain. They dabbled That's... something like something into that in the Halloween movies, didn't they? Oh, and so it was it, they that's tried where they just to. tanked. Oh Talking gosh. about like the history of it or they something. They absolutely yeah. jumped the shark when they started yeah, they did. going. It's, it's yeah. yeah, this was directed by Michael Doherty. It was actually um, a a short film. I think it was animated. I, I never actually watched it. And uh, it was actually called uh, Season's Greetings, which was the original title for the movie, but they felt like it was too christmasy sounding almost yeah so i had different titles for it um like uh halloween terrors jack-o'-lantern tales october 31st and then trick or treat but then trick or treat i think was already supposedly another title for another movie so they ended up putting it trick r as an or treat or treat trick or treat pretty much the way everyone always says it's like what is that called when they take a, a really popular brand and they try to like change one letter of it so they can get people to they can um, gain popularity from people accidentally typing something wrong. I want to say Try, trying to avoid copywriting. Right. Oh, like McDonald's, yeah. Whack Arnold's, Whack Arnold's, yes. or, a, or a Walmart with two L's. Yeah, yeah. right. South right. Park. And this was I just I just noticed this was produced by Brian Singer. Yes, like X Men Brian Singer. Yes, that's awesome. Wait, so, good so for that him. means Trick or Treat. That's actually copyrighted. Is that what that would mean? I mean, I don't know. who copyrighted? It's the same thing who as. That? It's the same thing as. And who gets paid if someone yeah. misuses it? Right. Yeah. I want to get it on some of that action. Uh, it's the same thing as the Happy Birthday song. Technically, that's copyrighted, and every time you sing it and don't pay anybody for it, you're breaking copyright law. Because of Diz, I'm not even going to say the name because I'm I don't start even calling that in. Does it? Does it? Does it? Does it uh, <laughs> sound like Isney? Yes, is Isney Day. The mouse. I'm, I just don't want to, us to have a lawyer knocking on your door at some point. Craig. I think if you use Pig Latin, you're you're covered. Isney Day. Isney Day. Pig Latin. Yeah. <laughs> Isney Day. Ike Nay. <laughs> I don't really quite. I just know you take the first letter off and add it to the end and add A Y Isney Day. Iker Trite. Iker Trite. Oh, that's what they could have called this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Iker Trite. Hasta luego. Hasta luego. I think that's Spanish, and I am out of bounds. So, all right, let's go. That clicking sound you hear is people shutting off the episode <laughs> three minutes in. For those of you that are left, 
Dang. <laughs> Thank you. Here we go. I'm sorry, guys. All right. So 2007, 2009? Yeah, it was supposed to come out in 2007, but it was at the, um, on October 2007, but it, it would have been coming out around the same time Saw 4, yeah, Saw 4 would have came out. And they didn't want to uh, like, compete with that. There's also game. another reason because um, speaking of icky, yeah, because Brian Singer was also just the year before. It was kind of a disappointing with Superman Returns. Yes, and it they was. didn't. And it was Warner Brothers also. Uh, okay, That's so uh, I kind of that, enjoyed that, that, movie. that. Yeah, his family left him because of that. How horrible they that movie did not. Yes, they did. Would you stop making up stuff like that, John Tell? Well, at least a couple of them did. We yeah, don't know. Yeah, it was the. Mid two thousands. You know what? I feel like we have ganged up on John Tell in the last few episodes, so <laughs> I, I am going to do my best today to defend him. I feel like it's been warranted. Okay, it definitely has. But What's you know what? Be? I'm going to throw him a bone here, and I will do my best to defend him at least once or twice. But, however, and I, his nonsensical ramblings I, throughout this episode. It's going to be very hard for you guys. Pray for me, everybody. I'm make it very hard for you. So this came out. This is this one's kind of hard to get through because we have um anthology. It's not, it, yeah, it's an anthology, but um. And when you say anthology, what is that? What is that? It just means multiple stories yeah. mixing together and connecting. Oh, like but, that yeah, crash. it definitely takes till the end before they all really come together. I guess. I think this is also called nonlinear narrative. Oh, that would, because that's... we jump uh, to, to different times. For the educated listeners That's out there. That's right, right, right. That's me. Wait, wait, oh, no, I'm in the pod, never mind. So this movie doesn't wait very long to uh, get going. Mm-hmm. We open on, um, it's Halloween night, and it doesn't, I don't know that it's referenced in the film, but I did read that the name of the town is a fictional town called Warren Valley, Ohio. I was wondering if that was a real place, so. It is not. Oh, I was like, that'd be a cool if they, they did Halloween like that there every year. I would go there. I would check it out. Um, the opening scene, we have Emma and Henry, uh, a Actually married forgot, couple. I forgot what that guy's name was. Yeah, Emma is played by uh, Leslie Bibb. So the only movie I remember her in was a Iron recognizable Man. actress. She's married to Sam Rockwell. Is she really? Yeah. Huh, good for her. Good Iron for her. Iron Man 2. He just won an Oscar a couple years ago, I think. They have her some movie no yeah. one has ever seen. <laughs> She's played on other things, though. I can't think. I can't think of. What's that. the fantasy football show? The show about the guys that play fantasy football. Oh, the league. The league. I think she plays oh, on that, really? doesn't she? I don't know. I never. I, Someone I, look it up. She I plays in a Netflix show called The Following, um, and so she plays like one of uh, the lead characters. I was gonna say she's one of those that I can't. Tricks. I mean, you can't really think specifically of what she's played right, in, but, but when you see her, her, it's like, oh, I definitely have seen her before. And one or two things. All right. Her husband, I don't recognize him from anything. Good for Sam Rockwell, though. Good for him. Talladega Nights. That's why I know her from. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yes. Place the wife. She's yep. Mrs. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> and then... He's like, please be 18. Mrs. John C. Riley, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forget, I forget his name. Yeah. That's, how, how, that's how she's introduced into that movie. When Will Ferrell sees her, she's like topless. And she's like drunk and screaming. He's like, "Oh God, please be 18." <laughs> and she was. That's and not perfect. No, no, no. no. Right. <laughs> so this didn't even get a theatrical release. Nope. This direct to DVD. Wow. 
Is that good or bad? This should have had a theatrical release. Oh, yeah. This was a movie I'd have gone and seen in theaters. Heck, yeah. I would have seen this Well, all right. Think about it came out 2009. You said? I was was unaware. that year? I was unaware that this did not go to theaters. That's that's surprising to me. Of all the garbage that goes to theaters nowadays. What what garbage? Um, Well, nothing's going to theaters. My question is, so is it bad if you go straight to DVD? Well, it just means that the it's going to be harder studios, for to make money, right? The studios didn't think that it warranted being put in theaters. Oh well, they they locked out. They know they they really should have like, hey, yeah. put this on the silver screen. So we open on um, Emma and Henry um, getting home from like I'm assuming a Halloween party. Definitely adults. I don't think they're trick or treating, but they're think, they're dressed up. I think. I don't think it's going to spoil anything. We saw saw them like in the parade or something. Yeah. yeah. So I think they were. So I'm sure out. they went to a party too. I right. Guess. right. And then she could have done much better with a costume. Ah. Was she sexy robot? She was the Tin Man. No, I just thought. a robot. I thought, oh, I no, thought she, she was the Tin yeah, Man. She, yeah, she won the Tin Man. Oh. Well, then, yeah, well, she's she wearing can... a cardboard box. Yeah, a cardboard box with a silver dryer vents. All right. Well, I guess I really missed that. I don't know why I thought she was the Tin Man. I have an issue with this I'm sure, scene. I'm sure We're not even an issue. A, I'm sure it's a last second. Right. So he goes. Um, she's upset. She's kind of. Yeah, I never, I never really got that. Yeah. I guess she, she's just over really it. She's right. done with Halloween. She's tired. She's ready to be done for the night. She, uh, her husband goes inside, and so she stays outside to take down the decorations right yeah all right a couple things here though yeah. for someone that's like not that into halloween don't make your yard look like it was hit with a like party city of like halloween or that or that a tornado went through a morgue yeah, yeah. and just set halloween stuff up all around your yeah. yard like fake body parts and yeah. like 30 different ghosts with yeah there's fakes yeah. stuck stuck fake in the body parts right. hanging out of trees and then there's these um I guess ghosts. It's basically these stakes in the yard that that are crossed, and then with a, a, a sphere on top yeah. to look like a head. So when you put a sheet over, it looks like a ghost with its arms outstretched. And there's and like then, there's like twenty of these in their right. yard. There's a lot of work. And if you're that. dreading like having to pick this stuff up, don't set that much stuff out. Right. Like one or two or maybe. any. It's Halloween. Right. It's not right. Christmas. Gosh. Right. And you're like, how old? Stop. Well, people will fight you on that. Gosh. I know. It's I, fine. I don't. I don't. Come at me, bro. I don't have as big of a problem with Halloween decorations as I do with other things, but... I like how she was, like, wanting his help. Yeah. And he's like, uh, yeah, let's... I'm gonna go inside and turn on some porno. Yeah. It's like, really? What was he dressed up as? I don't know. At first, I thought he was a knight. or something? Yeah, because he had, like, it looked like chain mail. Yeah. Like, fake chain mail. He was the executioner. He was an executioner. Oh, okay. He was an executioner's hood. Gotcha. And honestly, it would have been best if he would have been like the executioner from uh, Blazing Saddles. <laughs> <laughs> I really can't get you in until tomorrow. I am just book solid. <laughs> That's it's when I saw that little neck part on him. I'm like, that is awesome. That's exactly who he is. And she's like, um, well, yeah, she because she says she says oh, I want to get this cleaned up. It looks like a crime scene out here. Well, you decorated it, and it's Halloween. Right. She didn't want her mom. So to be drive for by. it or don't be for it. Oh, foreshadowing. Why is your mom still running your life? (laughs) Yeah, my mom's coming over tomorrow, she says. She's like, I don't care. It's not her house. Is she paying the mortgage? Oh, she's not. So your mom can sit down and drink tea and and be happy that your daughter found a man that can pay the bills. We paid for your tea. Right. Yeah. Gosh, I hate my in-laws. Ungrateful boomer. (laughs) I don't have in-laws. All right. So she's... 
outside uh, tearing things down. She sees there's a red herring here. She sees a man in a mask standing on the other side of the road looking like he's just staring at her. And then she, so she's kind of off put by that. And yeah. then a car pulls up and he takes off his mask and it's just a teenage boy and he gets in the car with his friends and they drive away. I would have been like to my friends, hey, guys, check out that hot chick. <laughs> and just, yeah. Like look back at her. So like, oh, he was staring at me. <laughs> so she's tearing the sheets off of these um, these stakes in the yard that have uh, heads on top of them. And I kept waiting on she's going to pull one of these off and it's going to be something. I was too. It was, it was another red hair. So it was a little yeah. bit of a mislead. And then she uh, goes to the box or the basket that she's putting all these sheets in. And all of a sudden, one of the sheets just comes flying out of the basket. Yeah. That's pretty good job. I yeah. never oh, figured yeah. out what that was. It was the. It was Sam. Yeah, it was the little yeah. guy. Oh, what's that? Is that yeah, all right? Because yeah. then uh, she gets she's attacked, and, and you're just kind of getting jump cuts of like kind of flashes of right. She's getting attacked under this sheet, and then uh, we see a half bitten jack o' lantern sucker. Yeah, I had never thought of something like that as being a weapon before, but that would be yep. quite effective. Yeah. If what you a, take a giant I, lollipop and take a bite out of it, you're gonna have really sharp edges. Right. It gets the job done. Is that Jason ever coming up with that? We see from outside the sheet, no. and that <laughs> sheet turns red like immediately. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, kids walking yeah, up on the sidewalk. Yeah, there's kids walking by, and right when they see blood splatters, like, nope. Yeah, yeah, they turn and run. Yeah, that's exactly that's the response that any uh, good kid, unless you're nefarious. That, that should be your response. Or might, maybe go get help, but knowing me, I'm not getting help. I'm yeah, not I was going to say, at the age of 30, would that have been you? Too? No, I still would have I think me personally, I would have gone up to it and tried to help. Yeah. But that's just me. I maybe wouldn't have. Maybe it's because I'm a white guy. No, I just want plausible deniability. I was never even <laughs> on that block that night. I didn't see any. What? I wasn't even there. That was another guy. <laughs> um, She did. Gosh. We then get her husband uh, waking up inside. He comes outside to look for His her. His porno's over. Oh yeah. <laughs> we were we were at static screen. <laughs> he comes outside to look for her. Yeah. So there's still the the dead body, or there's still the body part, the fake body parts hanging from the tree. Now some of them are dripping blood. Right. And so, yeah, the ghosts are put back where they were too. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's and right. And so he, yeah. yeah, that's right. And he takes so he takes the sheet off of one, and it's her. Head. severed head yeah. with that lollipop jammed in her mouth. Yeah. I do have a question. Stuck at the top of well, one you know of the poles. Yeah. Sam went Vlad the Impaler on yeah, Leslie did. Bibb. Yep. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. It was, like, it was Sam he's, the little Yeah, he's the little guy. Right, so, and, okay. and we'll get more. Uh, he obviously is in pretty much this whole movie, but there's this character named Sam, which I guess is named after Sam Hain. I guess. Sawin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sawin. And the, he is all about the trick-or-treating. Right, oh. so all, it's it's this, it's just this creature that's, it looks like an Oompa Loompa, <laughs> but it's in a, yeah. like a onesie pajama with a big burlap I did. mask over I didn't, like I didn't a, notice that until later on. Right. Like um, like a and so kid. this basically is, um, the way I understand it, the spirit of Halloween, mm-hmm. and it is to make sure that people are following the rules of Halloween guidelines. So it's um, similar to Jiminy Cricket, or oh, okay, demonic Cramp- Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. Wait. So a, yeah, demon a, conscience. Gotcha. Yeah. And didn't you someone say this is in the same uni- universe as uh, Krampus? Yes. Which we will definitely be covering. Okay. Stay tuned. Yes. This shadow of Saint Nicholas. Okay, sorry. 
Well, the only reason I I, I asked that is because like, is he for Halloween? Is Sam Hain? Is he like? It's the same director. Okay, but just like Krampus, is the he's keeping people in line on Christmas. This is this Sam Hain's job for Halloween, essentially, right? Making yeah. sure kids are doing yeah. all right. That makes same, same director, by the way. So we then jump to our next story. So all of these are kind of self-contained stories. Each of the each of the kind of storylines that we touch on in this film but they all sort of come together at the end but they they really each could be standalone like five minute stories so well anywhere from five minutes to 15 or 20 minutes you ever seen one of those confusing math problems where all the circles kind of overlap each other that's kind of what this is venn diagram oh oh yeah that's not a math problem that's for compare and contrast they can be anything okay we weren't road scholars (laughs) public education so we then cut to uh, our next story. We have Charlie, an obese preteen, walking down the sidewalk, knocking jack-o'-lanterns off the fences. A.K.A. He's a vandal. Thurman Merman. Yeah. Thurman Merman. From Bad Santa. Thurman Merman. That's another guilty pleasure movie for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. That kid is absolutely hysterical in those yeah. movies. Oh, yeah. He's not as funny in this. No. Oh, he- oh no. Heavens no. He's trying to be... He's too. He's way too typecast from Bad Santa. There's oh, no yeah. way you can see no. him in something and take him even sort of seriously. So he walks up to um, a house. What? There's a sign or a note left uh, next to the candy, right? So it says, like, take yeah. one. Just take one. Sorry, we're not at home. Yeah. Please take one. Yep. So, of course, his... He's dumping the whole bowl in his bag. Yes. You know what's that bag he's dragging around? It's just an old pillowcase. I swear it looks like a sack. It looks like was that bleeding. him that was dragging that thing around? I, I don't remember. I, I don't know if it's him or someone else, but that's seriously but what it looked like. It'll just it just did. Like, I think it's just like from it's dragging on the ground. Yeah, right. Yeah. Wet mudding soil. But I was also that thinking never like, happens. pick Ooh. up your candy. Yeah, that made <laughs> at me, least carry your that candy. That made me so irritated because I'm just like, I hope someone like steps on the bag. Or like it just rips and all of his good times just fall out. You'd think it was like 110 degrees outside or something. Do you think he had any tostadas in his bag? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sandwiches? <laughs> Sandwiches. I would love to see like them casting that part. It's like, oh yeah, that, the kid from Bat Santa, he's fat. <laughs> <laughs> see what he's up to now. <laughs> oh, nothing. <laughs> About 275. Okay, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, as he's dumping this entire bowl of candy in his bag, um, the owner of the house comes up the sidewalk, and it is Mr. Wilkins, who happens to be the principal at the local school. He's creepy right from the get-go. Yeah, he is. He he tells Charlie to sit down so he can talk with him. Well, first, he was like, when he came up on him, he was like, hey, uh... Is that good for your diabetes, Charlie? (laughs) (laughs) Like, wow. Just putting his business out there like that, are we? He didn't seem to be too offended by it. He's just like, "Uh, yeah, probably not. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. I got the pen. So it's (laughs) Stephen Wilkins is the name of this character, played by Dylan Baker. He he did really good in this. He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Yeah, he was good in this. I think it's a toss-up between between him and Brian Cox for the best performances in this. Oh, yeah. But he, uh, so he talks to Charlie about the rules and traditions of Halloween and how they must be followed. Which, what are the rules? Is there a list While of rules? While he's carving a jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. With a... Violently. Uh, yeah. With a butcher knife. Yeah. A very sharp. So Charlie's uncomfortable. Yeah. He says, oh, oh no. It's not for you. It's for the pumpkin. Yeah. But then he tells him to go ahead and eat his candy. So he 
takes a bite of a chocolate bar and then he says, oh, I forgot about the last rule of trigger-treating. Always check your candy. Because yeah. he's, Charlie's beginning to have some intestinal distress. Yeah. Oh, it was he starts bad. violently yeah. puking. <laughs> he's like, yeah. like, I'm guessing at least a gallon. Projectile <laughs> vomiting. Yeah. Was that blood or was that... It was like blood and chocolate. Oh, yeah. that's disgusting. I'm oh, sure. I'm gross. sure most of it was chocolate, <laughs> and coming out of him. <laughs> Anyone else, it probably would have been blood. He just deflates. A <laughs> chocolate sure. river must not be touched by human hands. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. He would be uh, younger. He would have been an excellent Augustus Glue. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So then he falls over in Principal Wilkins' lap, sitting on the yeah. porch, dead. Was oh, he yeah. dead at this point? Yeah. Because he he keeps. Up chucking. Yeah, while he's carrying him. Yeah, he's pretty yeah, much the. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that could just be involuntary stuff going on. Yeah, and you know how bad that would smell. Very. Blood's got that kind of tinny smell anyway, and then you mix that with digested chocolate. That's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Mr. Wilkins is trying to cover up the death. He ends up t- taking Charlie inside. Who was who was clearly like twice his size. Yeah. yeah. And he's still he. I think spits up blood yeah. all over his shirt. Yeah. So he's wearing a white dress shirt, and now it's covered in blood. I would have dropped you just, him. You just burned that. Right, so there's a knock at the door, and there's kids there. So he hurries up and hides the body and comes and answers the door, and there's trick-or-treaters. He's freaking out at first. Yeah, because his <laughs> shirt's soaked in blood. Um, he what tells them it's, it's uh, they, they think it's just a costume and so he plays along with that. And there's one kid dressed as a pirate and he kind of, he looks down and is kind of starting to put pieces together. It's like, um... May, I think he kind of did, but it was like, yeah. it could have been... It was weird. How, how they, it looked like all the blood chocolate was like all gone off his porch. Right, yeah. but then there's a little puddle there's on like the a, ground. Like from where he was drilled. I don't remember, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, there's like yeah. drag marks. Also, well, you could see marks. something. He's going yeah. to around and yeah. look down at the ground and... No, I mean, I mean, like on a sidewalk going up to his house, wasn't that where he would have upchucked some of it? Out? Well, down the most down of the shows are just down the stairs because uh, yeah. he's yeah. sitting on the top step of the porch. I saw just a yeah. puddle of something, so I was just like, uh, "That is, that is disgusting." Oh, that's nasty. Um, and then Sam makes a visit here, so you yep. give Sam some candy. That was that was a good choice. <laughs> oh, well, right. And the kids that are right there are. Seen later on. Yeah, they they story. come into another story. Oh yeah, because they, they all, all yeah they also want to borrow the oh, jack o' lantern. Right. Yeah, they ask him if they yeah. can borrow his jack o' lantern or right. take his jack o' lantern. That's right. Supposedly for a good cause. Yeah. UNICEF. Yeah, that's what I was mm-hmm. going to say. Well, yeah, UNICEF. It's like, well, as long as it's for a good cause. Is that a plug? Did we just plug UNICEF? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Wilkins then takes Charlie's corpse to the backyard, and he's got a already a dug grave back there with another body bag in yeah, the hole. At least one. So he puts Charlie's body in there and then he's he keeps being interrupted. I, I don't know. This was probably supposed to be funnier than I found it. His obnoxious son keeps screaming out the second story window. <laughs> yeah, and so he's keeps telling his son to be quiet <laughs> because he's obviously you know how you are when you're burying a dead body in your backyard. You don't right. want people yeah. drawing attention to yeah. you. Yeah. Oh yeah. You want to do that? Incognito, right? It was, right. yeah, it was. He wants to carve a jack o' lantern. He says, I'll be right in. It was funny the first couple you times, have to help me with the yeah. eyes. but it just keeps going right. on. Yeah. And it's like, this isn't funny anymore. It's funny the first time, it was like, oh, right. that's silly because he doesn't obviously want his son 
The kid probably does it ten times. Yeah, it just keeps happening. It was too much. Yeah. And so, what was that? Uh, do we ever find out what where the other body came from? No, I'm just no. assuming it was a similar exchange. Okay. Principal Wilkins is a freak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, he then has a, a, a short conversation with his neighbor, Mr. Krieg, played by... The one and only Brian Cox. Brian Cox, chief of the state troopers on Super Troopers. Yeah, I was like... What was that movie he played on recently where he uh, runs a morgue with his son? Oh, oh, uh, Autopsy of Jane Doe. Yeah, yeah, that's a stay tuned. He was oh, also yeah. he was also in The Ring. Yep. Oh, yeah. He was in The Ring. He plays... I can't remember who he's supposed he to be. He thoroughly kills himself. Yes. yes. They said he was either going to... I saw somewhere he said he was either going to die or he was going to go back in time. <laughs> I don't really remember. Maybe both. <laughs> oh, was also in one of the X-Men movies, speaking of Brian Singer, another actor. That, oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Connection. Yeah. He plays one of the guys that experiments on Logan. Uh-huh. Yes. That is him, isn't it? Uh-huh. On the second one, yep. Um, so he, he just plays an old curmudgeon Yeah. Your classic... Codger. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on back there? I was thinking he was some sort of like, oh, he's a member of the NRA and he has a shotgun above his <laughs> yeah. mantle. I thought he was like an old war vet or Vietnam vet or something. Yeah. So Wilkins is... Uh, one of the bodies, I'm assuming it was Charlie, comes back to consciousness. And I, don't is, think it was, I don't think it was yeah, Charlie. It looked like he had like a clown, like a clown costume sleeve. on because I could see his yeah. arm with this weird looking... And Charlie would... Wasn't dressed up as anything. Yeah, he's so, just dressed up as a fat kid. Yeah. <laughs> so, Principal Wilkins is trying to subdue these bodies. It's it's very darkly comic. I mean, it sound mm-hmm. this sounds horrible when we're explaining it, but it, it's yeah, it gets kind of funny. It's played for laughs. Right. He's trying to have a conversation with his neighbor while he's burying dead and soon to be dead bodies. Yeah. So, Mister Creed goes back inside after basically telling him to go screw himself. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So he's then has another conversation where his son is screaming at him through the window about wanting to make a jack-o'-lantern. So um, if I have to come up there and tell you to be quiet one more time. <laughs> so he finally goes back inside and his son jumps out and scares him. Yeah, that was a pretty decent scare. He walked in. He looked With like he was kind of like. And then he gets very much his son's like, are we going to go carve the jack-o'-lantern now? And he's seemingly snapped and about to murder his son he says yeah let's go downstairs and he takes a knife and holds it behind his back as he follows his son down the stairs and so then we see his son sitting at a table as he's walking up behind his son with the knife and he raises the knife up over his head and slams it down really hard and pulls it away and all we see is him we just see principal wilkins and when he pulls the knife away it's got blood on it leading us to believe that he stabbed his son but yeah. it then zooms out, and you see his son still sitting there um, looking at the jack-o'-lantern, which is actually not a pumpkin, but the severed head of Thurman Merman. Thurman Merman. Charlie which, in this universe. Which, so his son is, he's grooming his son to be... Serial killer? Oh. Yeah, or, that's or his dark. son is completely oblivious that that's a severed head in front of him. I, yeah. I, which either way is disturbing. Well, I, I took it to mean his son is part of this... It, Turned his son into a psychopath. On some level, because uh, when when the principal had sat down with the kid, the Thurman Merman, as we've been coining him, he had explained, like, hey, my dad taught me a lot about this holiday, and he had lost him when he was, like, around. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, and so I'm like, I wonder if it's, like, a... Just carrying on the tradition. Yeah. We're then intercut with... Uh, so, so we've got these teenage girls that are dressing up 
slutty yeah to go to a halloween party and then we got john tell i mean some little kid looking through the the slats and the doors all right so they're they're good yeah. they keep talking about going to a halloween party um the the younger one who is the young sister of one of the older girls is anna paquin um she's also an x-men connection there you go wow. Yeah, uh, we had like rogue. She's talking about her, her sister's telling her this is your first time going out. This is going to be, you know, your first time being with a man. You've got to find the right one. So you're like, okay, um, find the right one. Like the whole plan is for her to find a date, right? Lose her virginity, apparently. Yes, so what is this prom? Like, yeah, it's <laughs> it's weird. So we then, uh, there's a man and a man and a woman, um, down an alley in an alleyway, mm -hmm. making out. Yep. They were necking. Right, because at one point she pulls up her hand and it's covered in blood, and she's got blood like running down her arm from her neck. Right, from her neck. So he's a vampire. Right. We're supposed to believe. Right. Um. So she tries to run out. There's a parade. This is weird. I've never been somewhere where they turn Halloween into like Mardi Gras. Yeah. But there's just people Halloween. lining the yeah. main streets in this town in Halloween costumes. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be a parade. They're going nuts. Um, so she News runs back there. out. Yeah. yeah. Runs into Emma and her husband from the beginning of the film. So we just keep having characters kind of crossing paths throughout mm -hmm. the movie. Uh, she ends up being caught again by the guy. He's wearing a hood and a mask over the top half of his face and then he's got fangs. It's almost like Almost kind of like the Phantom of the Opera, but with fangs. Sure, yeah. there you go. And uh, so he ends up killing her, um, and then dumping her body by some drunks to make it look like she's passed out. And even in that scene, when you see the husband and wife uh, from the very beginning. Oh, the robot and the executioner? Yeah. yeah. Um, she tries to get their attention, and right. she just thinks that it's just makeup. Yeah, and the husband's like, oh, honey, she's just drunk. Right. Well, she oh. was also standing right next to people that looked just like her. Right. Drinking, yeah. so. Right, and she, um, so that kind of introduces that story. So this is where we don't have a whole story told. They kind of jump, this is where they start jumping from story to story. So we get that kind of introduce, introduces us to those characters that are going to come together in their story. But we then cut to the kids that went trick-or-treating at Principal Wilkins' house. They are now... Uh, walking down the street and they walk up to a house and they say oh is this where Rhonda the retard lives and they're like no she's an idiot savant yeah so she's just um it's a girl that they're going to play a prank on that they've basically the victim of their ridicule yeah and her she name is Rhonda seem that weird maybe yeah. it's just... she's a little Velma from Scooby-Doo yeah, yeah I would say she's like maybe it's just the type of people kind of, we yeah. represent. Kids are cool, of, man. Right. more nerdy than Right, anything. yeah, she's yeah. more nerdy than anything yeah. else, right? Yeah, so they right. pick her up. Um, one of the boys she has a crush on, which is how they get her to go with them. Um, they say they're going to perform some Halloween ritual, and they're collecting jack... That's why they're collecting jack-o'-lanterns. So they're I'm pulling good. those in a wagon, right? So she's kind of uh, a little bit of an expert on Halloween. So this is where she talks about Samhain, or, or Sawin, as she calls it. Yeah. And how it predates Christianity and goes back hundreds of or thousands of years and celebrated between the winter and summer or the 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 fall and winter season when the veil is yeah the veil between the living and the dead is hitting us with some knowledge because knowledge is power. I remember being in fifth grade 
and I got invited to a Halloween party, and I was like super excited because there was this girl there that I liked. And right before I'm about to go into the barn where everybody, like the party had persisted for a while, and then people were starting to leave, and there the girls went into this barn along with a couple other guys. They're gonna play like some board game, and I was like, oh, you know what? I like I like this girl, so I'll, I'll attend this game. As I went in there, I realized that they're all sitting in this circle and their hands on this board. And I look at it, and I'm like, what is that? They're like, oh, it's a Ouija board. Yep, I left that party. <laughs> yep, I left immediately. I instantly did not. I'm out. Yeah, she'd say, hey, why didn't you stay at the party? Because like, I didn't want to get possessed or haunted. <laughs> like, Or both. Yeah, so Halloween's a weird time. So uh, we find out they're going to a, a rock quarry. And one of the girls tells a story of what happened there so she says years and years ago a group of kids um the severe mentally disabled children in the town were picked up by a school bus and bussed out to a school that was miles outside of town and their parents were embarrassed and ashamed of them so one day they put their money together and paid the bus driver to drive them out to the quarry and drive them off the cliff into the quarry below a couple things about this though so this would have been in, in the 90s or like the late 80s. I'm assuming, it, yeah. But how would they even think that they would get away with that? Like, There's no cameras out there. Yeah, but some bus driver just drove our like, no, that doesn't work that way. Now, if it was like the 60s, a different time frame, I could see them getting away with it. But I'm like, it's too far in modern day to even think that you'd get away with something like this. If, what? if the parents supposedly all agreed, then they could all help cover they it up. They could all help cover it up. 2007, she said 30 years ago. That's like mid-late 70s. There you go. Okay, okay. Right, that makes sense. Either way, I mean... So, right. So he's got them all in on the bus, but he's he has them chained to their seats. And they don't realize what's going on. They don't realize that they are. So he gets up, and it's on Halloween, so they're all in their Halloween costumes. And the bus driver parks on the edge of the, the cliff at the quarry, and he walks back down the aisle of seats with a box full of candy and he's giving them each candy. It was the plan for him to drive them off the cliff or put the car in neutral and let it drive itself off the cliff. Um, one of the kids gets loose, goes up to the front of the bus as he's in the back of the bus giving out candy to the kids in the back. He clearly does not know what he's doing. No, yeah. no. Right. But he puts the bus in gear and drives it off the cliff into the into the water below and the girl telling the story says the bus sank so deep that it was never able to be recovered. And no one knows what happened to the bus driver. Well, if you never covered the bus, you would assume that he would have. That was like down with really disturbing. Yeah, yeah story. It was really I just right. thought. Yeah. I, I mean, this is like only the second time I saw it, and I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, sheesh. Yeah. So she says, that's why we're here on Halloween night, because there were eight victims. We are putting eight jack o' lanterns down where they went over. And respect for the dead. Right. So the kids are going to go down this rock quarry to. Right. Pay their respects to the dead. The first three go down, and then Rhonda is left with the last boy, and they come down next after the first three have already gone down. And on their way down, they see the jack-o'-lanterns down below, and they hear screaming, and the jack-o'-lanterns, the lights go out in the jack-o'-lanterns. So the boy's scared at this point. Rhonda says, you wait here, I'll go see what's going on. So she gets off the elevator. Chip, the boy, says, I'm not going to get off. I'm staying right here. So Rhonda goes and looks at for what's going on. She finds the bus, which is... That was creepy looking. Yeah. Sticking out of the top of the water. And then she sees some masks floating in the water. And she gets down close to one of the masks. That's a mistake. Right. Yeah. Um, something grabs her. So she freaks out and jumps backwards. And then these figures kind of emerge. And they start chasing her. 
and then she comes back and Chip's look Chip looks like he's being stabbed to death. Yeah. Like somebody's after his strawberry smeagles. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then they kind of surround her, these uh, these these creatures, uh, and she falls over backwards down like a two foot little ravine and she hits her head on a rock. Oh, that would suck. Um, and then you It'll hear her. them talking, the other kids talking. It was a prank. They were playing a prank on Rhonda. I think they went through too much just to play a prank, though. I'm just right. like, jeez. Yeah. It's one thing to play a prank on your friends, but just to play a prank on somebody that... You think is special? Kind of person are So, you? right. Rhonda ends up being okay. I think she's a little injured, but she's not dead. I thought she was dead. Yeah, I did too. But she's okay. Then they start hearing noises down there. They try to get out. But what it turns out is that the stories were true and the children that were on the bus have now come back. And zombified. Zombies, yeah. Oh, yeah. So they start chasing the kids. So they try to get back to the elevator and Rhonda's already at the elevator and she closes the door and won't let them in and hit and sends the elevator back up with her and leaves them down there for dead. Why they didn't grab onto the elevator and were right up from the outside. That is exactly <laughs> what I thought. I don't care if it would have been going I like could have totally seen you. 50 feet up in the air. John Tell right. would have been latched onto this thing with all fours. Yeah, I would have been trying to climb <laughs> up on top it would have been, of it. It would have been finger indents in the bottom yeah. metal. It would have been like a weird version of cliffhanger. <laughs> Only I'm like being pulled up, but I'm, I'm not letting go. Especially if you see what's happened to the kids below. Ripped apart. Yeah, someone has to live to tell the story. And that, that's going to be me yep. every time. Well, Rhonda makes it out. So Rhonda makes it back to the top. Um, the elevator open and she walks out. While we hear the While we hear, screaming. yeah, screaming yeah. from down below. So that was, a, that was a pretty messed up story. Yeah. yeah. This this part in the anthology was pretty effective. I would have brought some blunt instrument and beat the living crap out of those zombies. No, good luck. I probably would have swam. We then jump back to our girls going to a Halloween party. Mm-hmm. The older girls have gotten to the party and... Out in the middle of the woods. Out in the middle of the woods, that's right. And Anna Paquin is still trying to... Find her quote-unquote date. Right. So she ends up... um, She's walking out to the party. She's walking out through the woods alone. She's in her little Red Riding Hood costume and she's hearing noises. She then ends up being accosted... Yes. ...by our big bad wolf. Our masked vampire. Right, which is our Phantom of the Opera vampire. Um, Is that what his costume was? I don't know what it was. Who then says, oh, what, oh, what big eyes, eyes you have. You know, yeah. What big eyes you have as he bites her on the neck. And she screams, and then we go back to the party out in the woods mm-hmm. where the girls... The, the One of the girls is Anna Paquin's older sister, and she's starting to get worried because her sister's not there yet. We then see the red hooded cloak, a body wrapped in the red hooded cloak, come falling out of a tree. Right. It lands on the ground right next to the party, leading us to believe, oh, he's he's killed her. Mm-hmm. And this is Anna Paquin. Well, when they pull off the hood, it's actually our masked vampire. Not expecting that the first time. That that definitely did throw me off. Right. So he's looking around confused. The girls are wondering what's going on. Anna Paquin comes walking up to the party. And this is where, I mean, I kind of think it's cool to have the connections and everything. But, man, this one really. Yeah, I didn't. They take the mask off of the vampire and it's actually Mr. Wilkins. So for me, okay, we've already had a, our twist with his story, I guess. I don't know. I guess it's fine. But he he's the vampire, masked vampire, and he's not even a vampire. One of the girls takes the teeth out of his mouth, and they're just fakes. He's just biting women to kill them. That's wicked. Which he I don't know. He did tell us Sonny was going on a date. Apparently. Yeah. So this is whom Anna Paquin has 
chosen and you're still wondering what's going to happen here. Um, long story short, they are all werewolves. And they start ripping their skin And this off. is Anna Paquin's first night to devour someone as a werewolf. So when they keep talking about her first, they're talking about her first kill. And also her uh, older sister did say that her mother always called her the runt of the lit of the litter. Yeah, I didn't think anything. Else, which was obviously foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah, see, I didn't yeah. see that coming. That was out of left field. Yeah. Then I'm like, oh, these girls are really, 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 really good looking. And the next thing you know, I'm like, oh, wow. These Whipping girls. their skin what? off. Yeah. Jotel, would you have fallen for that? Uh, yes. I'm yeah. a sucker. A yes. Yeah. I don't know. I have... Jotel's a sucker for a good howl. Yep. Uh-huh. Jotel, he, he would have been in the Red Hood. After seeing... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I would have. Like, and I like how those... uh. The, the, the female werewolves, like, they were just asking random guys, like, you'd never get with her, you'd never get with her, you'd never get with her. <laughs> They're just asking these random nobodies to go to this date, the uh, dance in the woods with them. And I'm just like, something's up, because that's a really, really, really pretty girl. And I'm like, like, why is she asking that You're guy? just getting rid of all the ugly people. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. And you find out that it's just for sustenance. You're yeah, so pre- just before they uh, he gets devoured... Principal Wilkins looks around, and all of the guys they've brought out there with them are dead. Um, yeah, dead. Ben slash being eaten, um, and then he becomes part of the feast. Yeah. Um, we then jump to our, our last story. Everything kind of culminates here, and we have Mr. Krieg, the neighbor, Brian Cox, from earlier in the movie, whom we've gotten very little, who has gotten very little, whom has gotten very little screen time up mm-hmm. to this point, besides his little conversation with Principal Wilkins early in the film. And this kind of intercuts with that. So this, it, it, it says earlier on the screen. Um, Come to find out it's before even the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Right. It's, so. yeah. He's not a fan of Halloween. He hates Halloween. We, we kind of picked up on that already. He's scaring trick-or-treaters off and then stealing their candy. That's what I would do as an old guy. And when I hit that age, oh, heck yeah. I'm definitely yeah. Just, I'm stealing kids' candies you know and you know what's funny? hitting them with eggs. Th- this kids that go up to the house, it's just like... It, nothing's lit up. Just right. Nothing. Yeah. It's like, why in right. God's name would you even bother? Right. If, if we're so that. concerned with following <laughs> right. the rules of Halloween, that's a pretty big one. If the yeah. light's not on at the house, don't go up there yeah. and ask for candy. Keep on walking. Yes. So he's got a dog. He lives alone with his dog. Um, spite. That was <laughs> a, a Spite. Not Spike. Right. Spite. Was with, the with a T. Yeah. yeah. Who he, uh, he dressed up in a Halloween garb to scare off the kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That, that would have got me, though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the the captions continued to put the word spite. Yeah. So on what's the it screen. spike? Or what's a spite? Every time he calls spite. his dog, the the captions say spite. But right. there's no way his name was not Spike. Who names their dog that? Right. It doesn't matter. But <laughs> Krieg is um, standing at his fireplace and he's throwing some things into the fire. He then ends up going out to the backyard because he hears some noises, and that's where he has his conversation with Principal Wilkins, who's, unbeknownst to him, burying bodies in his yard. Right, burying Thurman Merman in there. Right. So he goes back inside with his dog. We get, uh, his dog starts kind of acting weird, like barking at the door. He gets a knock at the door. Yeah, I think he Yeah, some trick-or-treaters, right? Yeah, I think he gets a knock on the door. Yeah, he goes to the door. I think he has a... He didn't have anything at first, but he gets egged. Yes. That's right. Someone throws an egg at his window. And he sees all the jack-o'-lanterns outside his front. Yeah, someone's put jack-o'-lanterns all over his yard. Which looks like the same. Remember the house that Rhonda came out of? Yes. Didn't that look like his house? Yeah, it kind of did. I thought that was strange. 
Right. He goes to, he's hearing noises inside the house now. So he gets at his double barrel shotgun mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and walks upstairs. We get a couple jump scares here. Uh, something runs across the, the, the hallway upstairs. Shatters the light. Right, shatters the light. So he goes, I, I mean, at that point, why even? I'm, I'm out of there. There's clearly something here. I'm going right. to go somewhere where there's people. Yes. Call the, yeah, but he doesn't call like the being police. around people. I, don't, I want to live. Like, I like being around people more than I like being attacked. Right. And murdered. Yeah, he had like... Oh, it's my house. You gotta get out of here. He seriously had like... What was it? Like at least eight deadbolts on his door. Yeah. What's <laughs> going on with that though? Like, what kind of person are you that you would need that many locks? Are you hiding? Are you kidnapping people? Or Depends you, on what neighborhood. Or are you really trying home, to... I guess. I'm trying to keep the world out. That's what I'm doing. So he goes to uh, the bedroom... And he ends up getting stabbed in the leg by something under the bed. I think so, that's supposed to be a nod for from a pet cemetery. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It looked like he cut his Achilles ken- uh, te- yeah, yeah, Achilles tendon. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought. Oh. It was bad. Sometimes it's dead better. is better. <laughs> oh. The, the figure from under the bed emerges. It's Sam. Who we see from like at the end of every story also. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes, yeah. That So Sam always appears in every one of our stories. He, he appears usually at the end of the story just kind of sitting there watching what's going on. He stabbed him with a candy bar that had a razor blade sticking out of it. I yeah. thought that was a nice oh, yeah. Halloween right. touch. Yeah. Krieg is trying to... Grab a shotgun. Right. And he's oh. trying to get away at this point. And he falls down the stairs. Yeah, it was a bunch of candy. And yeah, candy and razor blades. Yeah, candy knocks him. And he falls down the stairs and the whole floor is covered in candy. And broken glass and razor blades. Like, I thought of Home Alone. So he looks at alone. his hands and his hands are completely cut up. So oh. he's trying to get out of the house at this point. Trying to undo the locks, but his hands are all cut up and bleeding. Right. And he pounds on the window at one point. Um, which this goes back to earlier in the film I didn't mention. The last time that Principal Wilkins sees him is he's after he finishes burying the bodies. He's walking back into his house. And he hears a knock at the neighbor's window. And he looks over and it's Krieg pounding on the window from the inside saying, Help me, help me, help me. Wilkins ignores him and walks into the house, mm-hmm. and then we see something attack Krieg just as he turns out of away. view of right. the window. Right, and so that's what we have here. So he's pounding on the window, asking Wilkins for help, who walks into his house, of course, and then Sam like tackles him from the side. Um, so they wrestle for a while. Sam comes downstairs and is crawling along the ceiling. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Was, yeah, and then drops on him. That was pretty wild. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can't remember if that's before or after he's trying to get Wilkins' attention, but yeah, he he. Uh, Spider crawls across the wind, uh, the ceiling, <laughs> coming down the stairs. Yeah, he's definitely winning this fight right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's he's giving him the wet work. Right. So Krieg is finally able to get the shotgun turned around on Sam and blasts him across the room. <laughs> In the oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. I laughed out loud at all oh, before that. He takes his mask. He pulls his mask oh, off. Yeah, he he's ripped like his mask. Struggling yeah. and everything. Yeah, and he looks like a pumpkin head for new right. that have yeah. seen yeah. those movies. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to call those a stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you guys request them, we'll do them. Well, if you want Pumpkinhead, we will cover the entire series. Yep. And you want to know what's funny about Sam, though? Like when the bus driver was driving the special kids out to the quarry, Sam, Sam was on that route. Remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. It showed Sam even back in, yeah, yep. when that. When the bus massacre happened, because that was on Halloween afternoon. Okay, that see, I didn't know if he was—I right. didn't know if he was a kid, a student. Which is why I think that he hates Halloween. Uh, true, 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 true. So um, the struggle continues. He finally unmasks Sam, which again looks like a—I I don't know—I didn't think it was great. I it wish it would have been like looks the like a puppet. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, and that was okay. It was, was fine, right? Creepy, but 
he, yeah, well, he shoots him unexpected. several right. times. Yeah, he shoot, yeah, shoots him, blows him across yeah. the room, and goes back up to him, shoots him two more times, which including we blowing his hand off. We would have had a Scooby Doo moment. moment, which it just looks like pumpkin when he yeah. when he shoots yeah. it. It just it looks, looks like, like you're shooting pumpkin, a pumpkin guts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what uh, you actually see some seeds come out of it too. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he um, see something I, I like about about this movie. Well, this one and Krampus is that it was it was all done practically, mm. which oh, is yeah. what I like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Creed tries to call 911. Sam's severed hand yanks the phone cord out of the... Yeah, it looks like it looks like a thing from Adam's family. Yeah, show. Does. yeah that's funny. With pumpkin innards dragging behind him. <laughs> right. yes. um, pulls the phone cord out of the wall. Sam reassembles himself after stabbing Krieg in the leg again. So now Krieg's down for the count. Yep. He can't go anywhere. He's, his hands are bloody and cut up. So Sam puts himself back together, pulls out that jack-o'-lantern lollipop takes a bite out of it so now it's got the jagged edges mm-hmm. and he's walking up to krieg krieg tries to he he gets a hold of a, a, a end table and he pulls she's got a whiskey bottle on it so right. he's trying to i thought he was just like i'm taking one more swig <laughs> yeah. right he's well. pulling it and as he's trying to pull stuff off the table to get to the whiskey bottle um a candy bar falls off and lands in his lap mm-hmm and he gets the whiskey bottle, he shatters it, and he's going to stab Sam with it. Sam grabs his hand and what, breaks his arm. Breaks his arm. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And um, Sam rears back like he's going to stab him. He stabs, and when he pulls back away, he didn't actually stab um, Krieg. He didn't stab Brian Cox. He stabbed the candy bar that was in his lap. So he takes the candy bar. Starts nibbling on it. Yeah, eats it, and then... Walks kind of stare at each other yeah. for a second, yeah. and, and then, then and then he leaves. So I think the idea here is that so if he's the maestro of Halloween mm-hmm. and has to make sure rules are being enforced, Krieg gave him Halloween candy. So now the he's trick stopped. Ah. That's all you had to do, you stupid old man. Yeah, because <laughs> when he goes upstairs to his room, he sees the uh, writing on his wall about oh, that's right. So and yeah, all that, right. uh, and all that stuff. Yeah. So he's vandalized his house. Hey, and yeah, just dog. so next time you're thinking about not having candy for trigger treaters at Halloween, unless you want to visit from Sam, 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 Sam Hain, yeah. Sam the Halloween Oompa Loompa, yeah. have candy at Halloween. Even if you buy candy and no one comes, you've got candy. So Sam leaves. We then get a close up of the fireplace and the what Krieg was throwing into the fire. One of the things was a picture of the bus children that were killed in the bus massacre and we find out here that krieg actually was the bus driver right dun 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 and so that's kind of the big twist on his story is that he was actually the bus driver so that's how he's connected to these other stories is that he was the bus driver that was paid by the parents to kill those children and i'm assuming that's why sam is coming after him also because he hates Halloween and doesn't right. get candy. But he, that changes now because now he uh, get. Uh, it's almost like it's almost like Scrooge. Yeah, right. uh, in a weird <laughs> way. He, he gets trigger treaters again at his house and he opens the door completely bandaged up with a sling on his broken arm and he's giving them handfuls of candy, pulling them out of and, his sling. And there's another funny bit when the kids goes, "I like your mummy costume, Mr. Krieg." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, we then here at the end of the movie. He's looking around the street, and he's seeing everything, uh, all the different stories. So we've got Mr. Wilkins' son is now wearing his dad's blood-soaked shirt, giving out... For some reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Giving out candy to trick-or-treaters. Rhonda is pulling her wagon with the jack-o'-lantern in it. 
a car almost hits her, and it's the girls of the werewolves yes. that, that are back to their human, human form, disguises, right? right? I prefer um, them like that. I figured you would. I think we all do. Um, we then get, he, he looks across the street, and we get Emma and Henry from the beginning. So what we find out here, this is the nonlinear part. So actually, that, that story, Emma and Henry's story at the beginning, um, where she's attacked out in the yard and then is put out for a Halloween display, um, that happened at the end, at the end, because yeah. she blows out the jack-o'-lantern, which was against tradition, which is what gets Sam going after them to begin with. And then Creed closes the door, and just about the time he turns around, another knock at the door. He opens the door, and it's the zombie bus children from his past. And which they do tell him trick or treat. They say trick or treat, yep. and then the movie ends with Almost little comic, comic book, book right. cartoons of Creed yelling. Yeah. Now was this a dark comic? Well, I mean, like, the, like, like the comic I book. I, think, oh, I don't the think the story it was. that this is based on. Yeah, well, we, we think... do get a lot of like in the intro and then here right. in the in the post uh, or at the at the end later. credits. Right, it's showing like clips of like comic books similar to like the Marvel movies. Right. Yeah, that that was kind of weird how they did that. I think I saw this Fear Net. So, is there a sequel to this movie? I think they might be coming out with one. Huh. Next year, I think. Awesome. Okay. Good. Well, we'll be covering it uh, at some point. I'm sure we will. Um, this is a fun movie. Yeah, I, I, I mean, think it's so too. It's it's got its flaws, sure. and there were parts of it that were better than others. Um, but there, some of the stories, like I said, in the anthology, were better than others. Yeah. Um, some of them didn't really work for me. I, I'm sure they didn't expect us to be a perfect film. Yeah. It, it, was oh, just, no. it was just fun. Right. Yeah, it was fun. I, I'm going to give it a B. Uh, the only part that. Uh, did not make sense to me. Well, it, and it doesn't probably didn't even have to make sense. Was the beautiful girls being in like a werewolf coven? Like I was like, oh well, that was out of nowhere, passed away. So I just didn't get where the werewolves came from, okay. or it just being Halloween. is that where they threw that in there? Hell, yeah. It yeah. was just it was they just came random. from hell. Yeah. Oh gosh. It's just random, just like yeah. the the whole rest of the movie. Yeah. So I, I give it I give it a strong B. It was a good movie. It was fun. Yeah, I'd go B plus. Yep. Yeah, I'd say B, B plus, yeah. Yep, I'd say, I'd say solid B. It's a fun watch. I, would yep. you recommend uh, this to other people? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's a fun yeah. Halloween. I mean, you, oh, yeah. you got to watch it the Halloween season right. when you're kind of in that mood. Right. But it's, it's not a one I would watch any time of the year. No. But definitely right. in the round. This is definitely, season. yeah, this is definitely a once once a year movie. Right. Yeah. Yep. You're going to be yep. watching it in like February. Huh? February 13th. Christmas. Like, or like April 4th. Yeah, I enjoyed. I, I mean, I enjoyed covering this one. It was it was fun. There's been some that we've done that I'm struggling to get through the movie. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, this was this one. I, it keeps your attention for sure. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. especially when they're not in werewolf form. I was thoroughly glued in, <laughs> and so they need to bring more of that back in this new. Uh, well, like no werewolves, but the next one that's coming out, they need to bring more of that back, more scenery. You were all about Bo Peep, weren't you? Oh yes. Yeah. And Little Red Riding Hood. And Little Red. And Cinderella. So, good job on costumes. So that's it, guys. Let us know uh, if we missed anything. If you have any uh, uh, further requests, be sure to send us an email. Uh, Like us on Facebook. Leave a comment. Be sure to subscribe. Tell your friends. Um, And we'll see you next week for another horror movie here on Scared Smithless. Make sure you stay tuned. Thanks for dropping by. See ya.